Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is May 29th, 2021. It's a Friday, in case you don't know. And it's the start of a long weekend, at least for those of you who have regular jobs. For me, because I have a wedding company, I'm working on the weekend. Well, I'm not working this weekend. I'm working on Monday. But even then, when you're self-employed, every day is a work day. All right, I'm going to turn this down. And what are we celebrating? We're not really celebrating. I guess we can see it celebrating, but we are. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend, right? So we want to you know, give thanks to all of the soldiers who laid down their life for our country to give us the freedoms that we enjoy today, the freedom of capitalism, the freedom you know, to be without a mask, the freedoms that we used to have in 2019. You know, it's really sad. I think if some of those soldiers, you know, were able to, you know, look or they are looking down at us right now. There are a lot. I mean, I can guarantee you all of them are in heaven right now. Um, but I bet they're looking at down at us right now as a nation and saying, what in the world is the Democrat Party doing to your entire nation? Because all of the freedoms that we died for, all of the freedoms that we, yeah, we fought for, they're disappearing. They are. Your freedom of to worship God, the freedom to um, say your mind, the freedom of speech, uh, you know, you say your thing, the freedom of, uh, of your medical right to refuse a vaccine, right? You know, I took the vaccine, but you should have the right to refuse the vaccine, right? What, what happened to all of those rights? You know, your, your freedom to own a house, to be in your own sanctuary, to, to, to say something and then the freedom to say that and not fear that if you say something wrong, a mob will show up outside your house and then throw rocks at it and then the police will not show up to do anything, right? The America that we're living in right now under Joe Biden is not the nation we were in 2019. And I don't think we are the nation that these soldiers died for, unfortunately. That's the truth. You know, I don't want to, you know, smear anything or get very political about it, but I think... Oh, you know, when the people are saying they're rolling around in their graves and all that, turning over in their graves, I think they could be. I really think they could be. And I don't mean that in the most disrespectful way. I just think if they were alive right now, they'd just be saying, this is not right. This really is not right. So, you know, I have this thing when it comes to, um, I guess the word sacrifice, you know, a lot of times I hear this all the time. Even I even hear Trump say to say in telling soldiers and everyone there, you know, we, we thank you for your sacrifice. But for myself, I really don't like to use the word sacrifice. Now, before you get pissed off at me and just hear me out here, because, um, I don't like to use it, especially when I describe the men and women who have paid the ultimate, ultimate price for our country. So, you know, Many of you know I'm a writer, right? That's one of the hats that I wear. I'm a wedding planner, this, I'm a photographer. But ultimately, I'm a storyteller. And I get kind of picky with words. And the word sacrifice to me, it's just a negative word. Because when we use this word, for the most part, it's never done in the greatest context. So listen to me out. I know a lot of you are getting kind of triggered at me right now. But just listen to me out and hear my argument, okay? So usually... We sacrifice things we don't care about, right? And, you know, don't we really care about those who serve, served, and also died for a country? In other words, we don't sacrifice our soldiers. You know, they're not pawns. 
in a chess game. We want them all to come back. You know, we don't want them to just die and just say, hey, thank you for our sacrifice. I got another one back here. No, that's not how it goes. Now, sacrifice, when you look it up, it primarily means the act of slaughtering an animal or a person as an offering. You get that? It's an offering to a god, a supernatural feature, or a greater good. So you're just going to offer up the soldier's life for the greater good? I don't think so. It's not a good thing. Now, it can also mean to deliberately allow an opponent to win. Now, that's not good. And it can also mean to give up. The word sacrifice comes from the Latin word sacrificium, all right? Which means victim, hostage. And the word sacra means holy. So when you combine them together, that's how you got the word sacrifice, which kind of means holy victim. And to me, personally, it's not a nice word to describe a fallen soldier. I mean, that's my point, all right? That's what I'm getting to. So those, for me, and this is just for me, those who pay the ultimate price for our nation are heroes and should be appreciated for their valor. Not sacrifice, but for their valor, which means courage and bravery. So to all of those who are serving, who have served, and those who have fallen, who are listening to me up from heaven, thank you for your valor. All right, now that I got that out of the hand, out of the way, not out of the hand, but uh, let's talk about some lighter subjects here. I want to talk about two movies that I saw yesterday. I saw A Quiet Place 2, and I also saw that other one with Angelina Jolie on HBO Max. It's called, it's called how do you say it? Those Who Wish Me Dead. Those Who Wish Me Dead, okay? So I'm going to review those two movies for you without any spoilers, okay? And uh, I'll get to it right after these messages. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Okay, I'm back from that commercial break. I hope you're back with me. You know, I don't have anything. Well, I do have things I want to say about politics, but um, I'll save that for Monday. I'm going to write up a nice little script here. I will script that show because I do want to make my arguments really clear. I don't want to trip over my own words, you know. I don't want to pull a Joe Biden, so I just want to make sure my bullet points correct. Um, But, so today, um, I am going to talk about two movies, uh, which I saw yesterday. Um, One of them I saw in the theaters and the other one I saw on HBO Max. And uh, yeah, so uh, I did write a quick review on my scriptwriter Steve, which I'm just going to read and also kind of, uh, I guess, kind of summarize and breeze over. You know, when you read these things, you never want to read it word for word for word because it doesn't sound natural. But, you know, I saw... A Quiet Place Part 2 in the movie in the movie theater. Uh, I haven't seen many movies in the theater since this pandemic started. Um, and let me tell you, it was really just a breath of fresh air to experience this big, big screen and overpriced soda <laughs> once again. I paid 
$7.50 freaking cents for a small soda. And I couldn't get a refill because we caught the last movie, which was really early. It was at around 9.10. Is it 9.15, 9.10? It was, yeah, it was really, really early. So we couldn't get a refill of soda. How do you like that? And this little cup of soda cost me $7.50. I mean, it was maybe a medium size at a McDonald's, but still, they filled that thing up with ice. And you know, when you fill it up with ice, it doesn't have much soda, right? So um, that cost $7.50. And then the movie ticket, that thing cost $18.50. $18.50. Oh, my God. That is, and, of course, these were the reclining seats. But I think they're making up for the money because when you buy these seats, you buy a social distance seat next to you. So you, you, they don't allow you to sit, uh, I guess, within every party. You can't sit, you know, very close to the next. So Pitmaster Keith came with me. So we bought the, the two seats together. Usually we, we buy seats that are far apart from each other, like one, at least one seat in between. But between us, there's two more seats on the, to the left and to the right of us. So I think that's how they're trying to make it, you know, like it's supposed to be social distance. And then um, on top of that, you know, so I guess we're paying $18.50 and for that helps cover the cost of the seats around us as well. And then on top of that, uh, they told us that we have to wear the mask at all times, even while watching the movie, which, of course, we did not follow. Absolutely not. I want to be able to breathe while I'm watching the movie, right? And they, but they did say while we can eat and while we, can, uh, while we eat and while we drink our soda, we can have our mask, mask down. So, uh, see, this doesn't make, to me make any sense because if you're eating at a restaurant, right, uh, you know, why can I have my mask fully down for the ne- for that hour or so? But when I watch a movie, I have to have the mask up. You know, again, these rules that all of these politicians are, you know, putting together, they're not making any freaking sense. It's not making any sense. It's like, I think about a month ago, right? Remember, my couples could only have 10 people at their wedding, but if they if that couple had a funeral, they could have up to 25. So it would be better off if the couple wanted more guests to be dead. <laughs> that, that's what it came out to. So um, so I watched this movie, um, and we saw it at the in this uh, Titan Lux theater. So the, the Titan Lux is basically, I think it's a two- or three-story high screen, and that's really cool. Um and uh, and then on top of that, we had Dolby Atmos surround sound, which would have been really cool if we would have seen Top Gun, but we saw a quiet place, which means most of the movie is quiet. And sometimes when they're, you know, I guess they're simulating deafness because I think one of the characters in there is deaf. Well, <laughs> you can't hear anything. So about one third of the damn movie is like, you know, it's quiet. Now, I know they're trying to be real, but then again, I paid for the Dolby Atmos surround sound, right? So, and it does help when the, I guess, these monsters come out and everything like that. But um, overall, you know, I think about one third or one, it felt like one half of the movie was silent because they're all trying to be quiet anyway, right? So um, how was the movie? Uh, I would say it was good. Um, maybe a solid B from a you know ranking of A to F. I was I gave it a solid B. Uh, it's not perfect, uh, but rarely are movies perfect. So we have to kind of forgive it. Forgive it. Um, it was suspenseful. It was exciting. Uh, at some points, it was a bit slow. The the guy next to me, um, <laughs> he he fell asleep and he was snoring. He was snoring big time, but uh, he he was still 
socially distance away from me, but I could still hear him. But thank God he had that. We had those two social distance seats away because it would have been a really loud snore. That guy was going at it. He was, he was sawing some major wood. Um, but the movie was good up until the end. All right. Let's just say that. Now, now I had a, one problem with it. I have a few problems with it. Uh, number one, now I'm not going to have any spoilers here, so you, you can keep listening. Uh, number one was the fact that they still didn't learn. We still didn't learn much about these aliens or monsters. You know, why did they come down to earth? What did they eat? What was their motivation? Or did they even have one? You know, these monsters are just going around and they're, they're just like killing everyone for no reason. I mean, they, you make a noise, they come up to you real quick and they, they just kill you. And they go to the next human, they kill that human, that human. That, they're not eating the human. You know, at least zombies have like a motivation, right? They want to turn you into another zombie or they want to eat you because they're hungry. These monsters weren't even eating people. They're just out there just murdering people. And they have these hands, but again, I guess they can turn to some knives and they can just stab you to death pretty easily. Uh, that's, that's one thing I wish they would have touched upon. You know, at least maybe we could see the, the, the ship that they came to, came here to or something like that. Cause it looked like they came from a comet or something, but how could they actually survive? you know, impact. That's what I'm wondering. Because when these, when these things like crashed into the ground, there was some type of explosion, right? So anyway, number two, uh, I had an issue with the hero's decision in the third act. So I'm not going to have any spoilers here, but just imagine if you were like uh, in possession of an organ, there's an organ donor, right? That person died and now you have the, the heart, right? And uh, your job is to transport it to the hospital. And you get there in time, but the surgeon, instead of implanting that organ right when you get that organ to the hospital, he says, uh, I'll get it to, to into him the first thing in the morning. So that's what happens here in this movie at the very end. And consequently, a lot of people die because of it. Because, you know, they don't act in time. They just say, hey, you know, we're, we're just like, you know, take it easy. So I'm not going to say what it is, whatever it is, but that, that's what I had a problem with. It's just really stupid. That's just plain bad writing. You know, can we write better suspense? And, you know, can the screenwriters think of something better? Now, if you're wondering if you should see this movie in the theater, I say, huh, you know, I think maybe, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe, yeah. It's, you know, it's a, it's the first good high concept movie to grace the, the silver screen. Why don't, so I would say yes, all right? Um, but just to let you know, it's coming out on HBO Max really soon. So um, is it a movie that you could wait? Yeah, I could say it. if you have a really good surround sound system, you could wait. You know, surround sound, it does make a difference with those monsters, I guess. But um, there are some times when I jumped in there. But, you know, it's... You know, for the fact that you pay money for the that Adobe Atmos, you know, I think I paid a premium for that, and for the it's like half, <laughs> like half the movie it feels like is in silence, right? And I guess that's my own you know do gooding because like I didn't read the the title, I, I didn't assume a quiet placement. It's going to be quiet for the second time, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so that's my review for this movie. I'm not going to give out anything more. Uh, I, I would say, yeah, you know, go ahead and see it. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, but again, if you have HBO Max and you don't really care, like, you know, it's still okay to wait. Um, now on to the next movie, uh, those who wish me dead. 
Uh, this movie just came out in, uh, I, I think just recently. It's also in the theaters, by the way. I'm not sure how HBO Max or, or you know, um, <laughs> I guess Warner Brothers is trying to make money here because, you know, are they making money in the theater? Are they making money, you know, on HBO Max? I really don't know. But I do feel that HBO Max is the best streaming platform to have. They have... Maybe some of the coolest things on there. And because, you know, they do produce their own movies, but they also have, you know, other stuff on there from different movie studios. So you can have stuff from, you know, uh, all different movie studios out there. You know, Disney, Marvel, you know, Disney stuff. I think you can have, have it on there. I've seen Disney things on there before. Uh, maybe I, I haven't, but I, I, th- I thought I did. But it's not, it's things you see on HBO for the most part. And HBO makes great original program. Well, uh, it makes some great original programming, right? Uh, but other than that, you know, you just have a wide plethora of just different types of movies that you find on HBO. Not they just don't have to be studio related to Warner Brothers, all right? But um, that's uh, now as far as those who wish me dead, you know. <laughs> Okay, so my first comment on this is Angelina Jolie. Uh, you know, I like Angelina Jolie. I have nothing against her. But in this movie, I'm not sure if it's the director or it's her, but it seems as though she's trying too hard to be a tough woman. Uh, I'm not sure if the script is written that way, but it's, it seems like it's, it's too, she's trying too hard to be tough, to be macho, to be alpha, you know, to be, to be, I would say a dude almost, right? Like a dude who doesn't care. It, it, it seems like she's she's trying too hard to be an alpha male. Now, it's not that she's identifying as a male figure, but she is supposed to be some type of badass in here. And uh, it's, it, you know, those who wish me dead is kind of like Cliffhanger. You remember Cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone where, you know, he's thrusted into this position to like, to rescue, um, I guess, people like that in, in a dire situation on a, on a mountain. Uh, but he has some PTSD issues to work through because previously um, he, he kind of messed up and killed his friend's wife or girlfriend, uh, I guess, by accident. And, and in this one, um, Angelina Jolie's character, um, she reads the wind wrong and she ends up killing these kids by accident in the beginning before, before you, you catch up to her. And she basically has PTSD. So she's kind of just, you know, um, on, on watch. You know, she's uh, stuck in a tower on watch. And, uh, you know, she's not really going out there being those, uh, paratrooper, fire, fire troopers who parachute into, I guess, the fire areas and, uh, or forest fires. So she's kind of grounded in a way. Now, with that being said, it's, uh, you know, other than that, the, the kind of, uh, the, the storyline is very, very thin. It's just enough to propel it forward. Uh, what happens is that, uh, she finds a kid who's running away from, from two assassins. Who are very very well trained, and she helps him escape. That's it, and uh, the movie's all about that. These two assassins who are very bad, very ruthless, uh, very brutal, have no remorse, and uh, they. It's not really clear on why they're after that kid. Um, it's not really clear on who's giving them orders, and you know, for some reason, I think that um, there's much more. This movie was based upon a book, so I think there's a lot. There's, I think there's a really good story in here, but you'll find it in the book. So I gave this 
a C minus. Now, why did I give it a C minus and not an F? It's because the last scene, uh, the fight scene between Angelina Jolie and, of course, one of the assassins is kind of realistic. Now, why do I say it's kind of realistic? Now, here's a little bit of a spoiler here, all right? Now, I, I think it's okay to give a spoiler to this movie because it's not that very good of a movie, okay? But the whole movie is not... It, there's a lot of holes. There's a lot of plot holes in there that you, that you kind of like can kind of, you know, kind of spot, but it still won't bother you that much. But the last scene where, you know, again, she faces off with the bad guy and it's a guy. And Angelina Jolie is a very small, frail woman, right? Even though she's an alpha woman, an alpha female, and she's, you know, she's kind of tough and the guys respect her. Can she go toe to toe and fight a trained assassin? And the answer in this movie is no. She can't go toe-to-toe with him. She gets her, she basically gets her ass handed to her, right? And she kind of gets out of the situation by luck. That's really cool. So I thought that was very courageous of these, of this director, the screenwriter, and everyone out there to write an honest fight scene in the end. Because, you know, you see way too many movies where these, you know, 105 pound girl is like, you know, sweeping the floor with a WWE wrestler. It just won't happen. You know, myself, as a trained boxer, that's another one of the things I've done. You know, as a trained boxer, I know for a fact that, you know, weight matters. You know, my, I'm 230 pounds now, so I I can throw a pretty strong punch. When I boxed, I was about 205, which means I'm still a heavyweight boxer, and my jab was as strong as someone who's 130 pounds as their as their right cross. So my weakest punch was strong as their strongest punch. Now, just imagine me going up against a 105-pound featherweight boxer. I would just mop the floor at them. I mean, there's no way. I mean, even if they're that talented, if they get hit with my jab, their head is going to go back and they're going to go fly. They're going to get knocked out very easily from a heavyweight. And that's just the fact. But you see in movies all the time, you see this very, very, you know, light woman who can basically mop the floor with someone who's, you know, who's almost twice their weight or or a little over twice their weight. So this didn't happen in this movie. So for that, I said, wow, this movie's not too bad. And I really enjoyed that part. Uh, So... Should you see this movie? Uh, you know, again, it's free on HBO Max, so why not? Um, it's better than most Netflix streaming movies, so why don't we... So, uh, But should you see it in the theaters? Absolutely not, because you may have to pay $18.50 to go see it, uh, and, uh, at that, at, and also pay for $7.50 so, uh, medium soda, oh no, small soda. Uh, so at that point, I don't think it's worth it, but HBO Max, it's definitely worth it. And uh, so that's about all. Two movies reviewed. I do want to see Cruella. Um, that looks pretty interesting. I wasn't going to see it, but I am looking for, kind of forward to it. Now, that is out on Disney, but I don't have Disney Plus anymore. I got rid of that because Disney got way too woke. Way too woke. Does Cruella look woke? I don't think it does. Will I see it in the theaters? I don't know. I may. I think I may wait until I re-up my subscription to Disney+. Plus. Will I um, re-up it? I eventually will, all right? Maybe about, maybe about two to three months or four to five months from now, I'll re-up it. I'll, I'll let Disney accumulate, uh, I think, or grow their library. Why don't you just say that? I'll let them grow their library a little. I'll let Loki come out. I'll let Cruella come out. Because right now, 
if I, if I wanted to get Cruella on Disney Plus, not only do I have to subscribe to Disney Plus, I have to pay more to watch it right now, right? So that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Why pay twice? I'm not going to do that. So all I'm going to do is just wait. Wait until that library, you know, you know, gets a few more, I guess, uh, shows out there, maybe a few Star Wars shows out there. And uh, hopefully if Star Wars doesn't cast Brie Larson as Mara Jane, maybe I'll subscribe. <laughs> it's like that one triggers me too. That, you know, I mean, oh man, I can't stand Brie Larson. I really can't. She is, oh my God, like she just ruined the almost the entire MCU universe for me, right? And she, I think her character, Captain Marvel, did ruin Endgame. Endgame was an okay movie. I mean, I think I liked it. I think I liked it. But then, um, man, Captain Marvel did not need to be in there. She was such a useless character. All right, people, that is it for my podcast for today. It's a real quick one, right? And I hope you have a great Memorial Day weekend. I hope you're going to be doing some good barbecuing. I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna be editing wedding videos, uh, eating regular food. I have no parties like uh, I guess planned for this uh, Saturday or Sunday. Uh, it's just a normal weekend for me. Uh, but you know what? I think I'm gonna go visit my uncle Roy's grave because uh, give him some stuff there. So I think it'll be pretty cool. I think I'll ride my bike up there maybe tomorrow. All right, people. That is it for today, and I will catch you around. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ TO Movies. Yeah, the TO is not the number two, by the way. It is TO, like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.